0: In 2020, no one is immune to the side effects of COVID-19, not physically, mentally, and for most, financially. In the travel and retail industries, workers have been furloughed in mass. but the effects have spread to other sectors too. Small business owners struggle to stay afloat, and while the Small Business Administration may have had close to $350 billion to help, those funds tapped out in less than two weeks. As states begin to discuss opening up to start up the economy, I wonder, are we truly ready? And if we're not, how can we afford to continue to be in quarantine? Let's talk the dinero. You're listening to the Moneda Moves podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Alfaro, and here we'll be talking about Latinos, money, and our role in the American economy. I'm a multimedia producer living in New York City, and we're going to be covering keeping cuentas, or tabs on all things Latinos and money in the US, speaking with potentes, or the next generation of entrepreneurs, and monedita. How to put your money where your mouth is and support the Latino community. Welcome to the show. No te lo quieres perder. I love this track. That's LA-based songwriter Nelida, who specializes in Spanish pop, performing her original numero de cuenta. It literally means bank account number. And it's very fitting because when thousands of workers are being laid off and we're facing unprecedented personal finance situations, how can you not think about what's in my bank account and what's in yours? So I invited my friend Julie Alma Taveras of Investing Latina to come chat dinero with us. Investing Latina is a YouTube and Instagram educational page dedicated to empowering Latinas to invest and take hold of their personal finances. Pretty cool. A little bit about Julie. She's Dominican-born, immigrated to New York at the age of four, and has a career in the fashion industry. On her page, she not only shares her personal finance tips, she also shares her personal money experiences. So you might hear a little bit about that in this podcast. And as a contractor in the fashion industry, she shared with me that she's recently lost 50% of her clients and contracts, but she has a plan. So she tells us a little bit more about that, as well as how her family coped when they learned that her dad was diagnosed with COVID-19. Let's take a listen.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm excited to talk about these topics that are so important, especially right now during these times.
0: So Julie, tell me a little bit about how COVID-19 has affected your work. How are you grappling with it?
1: I am a contract employee. I work in the fashion industry. So I do consulting in the fashion industry. I help small brands develop their businesses, develop their sales channels, and just grow. So it has definitely affected my finances directly. I've lost more than 50% of the contracts that I had before uh, March 20th.
0: As a contractor, you are the business, you are the product. So I can imagine this might be a bit scary or concerning, but you seem very well put together. Are you preparing as you go?
1: In general, as a contract employee, I've been doing it for three years. And what I recommend is definitely a year worth of emergency funds. So if for me, even though I've lost contracts and the money, there's no inflow at the moment, there is cash reserve in my accounts. And as a contract employee, I've learned in the past three years that you have to operate like this, you have to save your money when you can and when it's coming in, so that when there is an inflow, then you can also have money to rely on.
0: Right, right. It's recommended that your emergency fund a lot for anywhere between three to six months of expenses. But in a place like New York, Julie, I mean, you know, that might not be so realistic. So rent is astronomical here, and many people here might be rent burdened. If someone is in that position or living paycheck to paycheck, how do you recommend they assess?
1: If you're living and working paycheck to paycheck, now is the time to ask for help. And I want everyone to listen to this and not feel ashamed, not feel embarrassed. And even if you do feel those feelings, which they're totally normal, to know that a lot of other people are going through this and that it's okay to ask for help. And there are you know, government agencies that are working things. We have the stimulus that's uh, coming into play and hopefully will actually become a better stimulus as they add more funds into this to, to help alleviate not only people that pay taxes, but also undocumented workers mm-hmm. that also have the right and deserve it. And so I reached out to a bunch of my friends online on Instagram and they shared with me how they're spending their stimulus check. And it really kind of came down to two different ways. Everyone is either they're decreasing what uh, their liabilities they're increasing their assets right that's basically the, the main principle of what we can do when we acquire money so people are paying off medical debt people are paying off credit cards people are paying off student loans so they're using them to decrease those liabilities right to also increase their net worth because the fewer uh, liabilities you have your higher the higher your net worth and then there's a group of women that are also increasing their cash, whether it's their emergency funds, their uh, a fund for, to buy property. Um, there's women that are also just using the money to invest also to increase um, their net worth, which is really awesome.
0: I like that way of looking at it. Back at NASDAQ, our global markets reporter, Jill Malandrino, has recommended that when looking at your expenses to start by tackling your biggest debt or your highest interest rate. But healthcare should be another expense that we pay attention to, right? That subject itself has quickly turned into a personal subject for you. I mean, when you came back from vacation, you learned that COVID had affected your family as well. So how's your dad doing and how'd your family cope with that?
1: It was so scary, as you can imagine. And he spent about 14 days in the hospital, um, in ICU, and just trying to get his respiratory um, system up and running again. To say that my father was able to beat it and for him to come out of that hospital and get dropped off in front of our house, it was just the best thing in the world for us. So we're very, very grateful. I think that for our community for a lot of men in our community going to the doctor is not really a thing right Mm -hmm. and because of that there are a lot of situations where they don't have health insurance and I think that this is the moment if you're listening to this right now please go online and look for your state's health insurance. Look for the Obamacare that's offered through your state and apply for health insurance. Because I know people that have gone into the hospital because of COVID-19 and have left just days later with a $25,000 medical bill. Wow. So you don't want to be in that situation. You don't want to be working hard, saving as much as you can and then be in a situation where you owe $25,000 just to survive. So I think that health insurance is super important and um, it should be the priority right now. Health should be the priority for all of us right now. And if you're not covered, please uh, reach out to us and, and we can figure out how you can find the best resource for you.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Julie, we also want to speak to our Spanish speaking audience here. And I wanted to save a question for you. Perhaps guidance we could pass on to our parents or our relatives. Ahorita estamos en un tiempo de incertitud, ¿verdad? Entonces no sabemos cuándo regresaremos a la oficina, a la factoría o el lugar de, de trabajo. ¿Cómo debemos de organizar el dinero ahorita mismo?
1: Sí, yo creo que la prioridad ahora mismo es ahorrar todo el dinerito que tenga. Ahora mismo es el momento para solamente mantener efectivo para poder pagar para los, lo necesario la renta y la comida de todos los días. So Esa es mi recomendación, solamente mantener todo lo efectivo que, se, que pueda mantener y uh, solamente cubrir lo necesario. Todos los demás, por favor, mi gente, no se preocupen. No, yo sé que estamos muy estresados y queremos coger un momentito y e irnos de compra, uh, tú sabes, eh, y ordenar cosas en Amazon, pero ahora mismo yo creo que es mucho más importante enfoca- enfocarnos en nuestra salud y enfocarnos en mantener una reserva de efectivo.
0: Y para los que quieran ver más consejos y más, uh, más tips de Julie, pueden revisar su YouTube channel, su, su página de Instagram de Investing Latina. Julie, muchas gracias. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your, your storytelling as well as all of the information that you share on your blog.
1: Thank you so much. I had so much fun. You know, I love you, girl. So thanks for all that you do and for being this voice in our community.
0: Everyone, that was Julie Alma Taveras. She is founder of Investing Latina. And if you want to follow her, you can find her on YouTube, subscribe there or Instagram. But in the meantime... Thanks for tuning in. Nos vemos en la próxima.